You are tuning in to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. After you finish listening to it, why not take a moment to listen to one of the most recent episodes? I'm sure you'll enjoy it. This is Tommy's Outdoors 51. You know, as the podcast expands its reach and becomes more popular, I'm getting more and more suggestions for topics and guests. And um, today's episode is one of those that I didn't really plan on doing because I knew very little about people and certainly I didn't know anything about the story we're, we're about to present. Um, you'll hear more about it in the podcast itself, but I would like to take this opportunity and say big thank you for all of you listeners who um, sending me messages and chats and emails suggesting uh, topics, guests, what you would like to hear about in the podcast. And um, so thank you for that. And rest assured that I will uh, do my best to talk about stuff that you like to hear about and invite people you would like to hear from on the podcast. So now going back to this episode, uh, my guests today are two men, uh, Bertie Brosnan, who I think it's fair to say dedicated his life to um, fighting the illegal netting of salmon fighting poaching of salmon in Irish rivers. And uh, he's joined by his son, Dan Brosnan, and they're here to tell you a fascinating story. Um, be warned, it's not the story for faint-hearted. You will hear a lot of nasty stuff. Uh, you know, personal sacrifice, death threats, damaged property, court sentences, shots fired, pretty intense stuff. Um, but I think it's worth uh, to give it a listen because it truly is a very interesting story. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dan and Bertie Brosnan. With me today, uh, father and son... <laughs> Bertie Brosnan. Mm -hmm. As far as I can tell, you're a Southwest legend of uh, anti-poaching operations. And uh, his son, Dan Brosnan, who actually contacted me and uh, we are here thanks to you. That's, that was really your idea, which I'm really grateful because uh, it's, it's going to be a very interesting episode. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy. Okay, so... Uh, we're, we're briefly had a chat and, and through Instagram and through Twitter mm. and, um, uh, Bertie, you've been, uh, involved for many years in, in fisheries and, and fighting poaching. And obviously poaching is something and the protection of the environment, protection of the rivers is something that is, um, very close to my heart and to all the listeners of the podcast. We spoke on many occasions with various people about that. Um, so maybe I start with you, Dan. Like, mm -hmm. why do you why do you think that story is worth telling? And I know why, but I'd like to hear that from you because you. Yeah, I suppose. And when I contacted you, I didn't know if you were willing to do it. You know, because um, and when you actually said you would do it, I was very surprised actually because I, it's 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 a subject, and I and I really do think that my father has a real story to tell, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I made, I made those videos on YouTube when I was very young and I posted them and a lot, they have 
they've got you know, got a lot of interesting things like can you, that. Can you tell us what are the videos? How people can find them out? Yeah, well, they're on. It's very easy. Poaching and Kerry, put it into YouTube and it'll come up. My mm-hmm. my YouTube page is Daniel Brosnan, but, um, and you can see rare footage of, of him um, doing his job. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, I have I have my own page, Dingham Prince of Fishing and things like that. And um, I get, even to this day, I, I have a, a huge interest in salmon and sea trout and mm-hmm. angling and it's I, I got a lot of it from my father and but I did witness some of the stuff that that went on you know mm-hmm. I, I was there and um, I, I I believe and it's not just because he's my dad but I believe it's a fantastic story to tell you know mm-hmm. and and I wanted and and I think at least if we do this podcast it'll be there and yes. it won't go anywhere else you know mm-hmm. um, I'm not them videos are only made up on, they're made up on iMovie all the basically are is newspaper clippings put together mm-hmm. only maybe 10 and I mean there is literally hundreds of mm-hmm. newspaper clippings there of various incidents and, and stuff that went on and yeah and, and, and that is the reason why I contacted you I didn't know you, you wanted to do it and when you said you would do it we jumped at it you know mm-hmm. and I actually didn't know if my father wanted to do it and he actually did say coming down here that it's going to be quite difficult because this story is not um, how can I say it? it's not for the faint hearted like you mm-hmm. know and I hope it comes across that that um, my father's genuine you know mm-hmm. what I mean he really did care do you know I know that yeah do you know yeah. what I mean yeah that's oh, what I, I can, I can yeah. see you genuine yeah. here and you're, you're looking genuine Bertie so tell, tell us like how, how it all started I will um, you're living you're, we're here in, tra- in Trolley mm. And the, the Irish name is Tra Lee, mm-hmm. the Strand on the Lee. Mm-hmm. I grew up here, and uh, one of the first places that I used to visit when I could walk with my father is uh, is the river. Mm-hmm. Before it was dredged. Yes. It was the old river, and it, in, when I was growing up, I used to watch the the the, the older men. When I was a kid, I used to catch Kishans. We used to call them Kishans with 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 um, onion bags, mm-hmm. and we used to put them in jars. They used to die, but we were only kids. That's what we used to do. But I I watched uh, the older men fishing, angling, with um, with fly rods. Yeah. And worms. They used to use fly rods and worms. There was very little spinning that time, mm-hmm. and that put that little river there that everybody. Walks a pass every day, and very few actually see it. I look at it. Is is it was actually a magnet to me. Mm-hmm. I used to go up there, and then I got my first. I made up a fishing rod when I was. Mm. What year was it? Oh, uh, it well, well, I'm sixty five now, going on sixty six. So we'll say fifty years ago. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. even a few years more. Yeah. But um. I had a bamboo. It was a bamboo rod, no mm-hmm. fancy rods, with a with a, an ordinary tin, tin, mm-hmm. a little tin reel, you know, that yeah. you spin in. Yeah. And um, I used to go with a guy called um, Sullivan. His name was Christy, Christy Sullivan. He was a neighbor, mm-hmm. but he was a great angler and a great drinker. Mm-hmm. That's what his two his two things in life was fishing and drinking. <laughs> he done nothing else. He done a little bit of work, all right, <laughs> but not a lot. But he was a great angler, so mm-hmm. he introduced me. To the river and and I remember going. We used to we used to that time um, all the pollution from the town. The town wasn't very big, mm-hmm. but uh, you had uh, open sores. Yes, and we had to be careful where we fished. So mm-hmm. he showed he showed me all the best places. And sometimes, okay. you know, when I used to go there on my own after well, a few years after I learned how to fish, mm-hmm. I used to go there on my own. And my biggest fear was the rats. 
yeah, the rats in the water, you know. Mm. But uh, there was magnificent sea trout there. Right. I mean, serious sea trout. And, um, you know, you, you, I, the average sea trout, like, would be a pound and a half, two pound, three pound, four pound. They'd be beautiful trout. And you'd get, mm. get once you once I caught two or three, I'd just go home then. Yeah. And I knew how to gut them and clean them out mm-hmm. and fry them in the pan with mushrooms and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I was very young at this stage. Yeah. But that was my first introduction to rivers. And then, of course, as you got older, you saw the, the you, you, you realized the effects of the pollution. Yes. And that time, uh, Trulli used flood regular. Mm-hmm. There'd be big floods in Trulli. Yeah, and uh, the next thing that I noticed one day there were there were there was machines on the river and uh, they dredged the they river. Were dredging they made it a straight line, and they, mm. like most rivers are like snakes, mm. and uh, you know it's just, it holds it holds the water slow, slow, slow. Yes, and there's no massive turbulence. But anyway, the they they, they straightened the river and they kind of spoiled it. Yes, you know it wasn't great anymore. But we used to go farther up the river then. Did it? Did it completely kill the river? Or well, it, it didn't just... actually kill it. But the, the, you know, if any angler knows that that mm-hmm. that, that where the lies are, but when you disturb the whole river, yes, like where are the lies now? Where are the fish lying? And a lot of them used to go straight through, and they they'd go to Bally City. Ah, okay. in, into the woods up into the woods you know it was fairly yeah. safe up there because yeah. when they did do the dredging they killed they tore down a lot of trees as well uh-huh. and you know that the, the, the fish especially young fish they need the insect life uh-huh. and you know trees before we ever got here like the humans uh-huh. all the rivers were full of trees yeah. and the, 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 the cover the cover which the fish love cover uh-huh. and the plenty insect life that's what made the trout strong and because yeah. trout do feed in the in the river as you know mm-hmm. salmon don't mm-hmm. but the um so then i got to know the wood we used to walk over there and, and yeah. uh so I'd it pro- kind of moved you yeah, yeah, the fish my, the next thing I, I ended up in belly city and i spent most of my youth there you know mm-hmm. um like i said two dogs with me most of the time i always had dogs all my life since i was a child and um I don't know, you feel a lot more secure when you have dog dogs with you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of travel alone a lot mm-hmm. because you have to be very quiet. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have to, any, any good angler will know, like the like the, the modern day angler, they'll have the chest where they're on, they're out in the middle of the river. Mm-hmm. The lads mm-hmm. that taught me stayed well back from the, the they stayed back mm-hmm. from the river yeah. and they fished from eight or nine feet back. Mm-hmm. They'd, be, they'd be actually kneeling down. Mm-hmm. And casting the fly, you know. Yes. And um, <laughs> a different style altogether. But these guys were absolute masters. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not exaggerating mm-hmm. when I say that. They were masters. There was one fellow in particular. He was one of the best anglers I've ever seen in my life mm. at flies. And now he had nothing, because he like like that. He 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 drank drank a bit, mm-hmm. and I don't know what he did when he was young, but he was he was pushing on in years mm-hmm. when I met him. Mm-hmm. But um, he told me great stories then, of course, as well, about uh, mm-hmm. the biggest sea trout, about 15, 16 pounds weight. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And the biggest fish I ever got there myself, didn't catch him, but I was walking there in the wood one evening, and um, I heard a splashing, and I had a German shepherd with me, Ross was his name. Mm-hmm. And um, he ran down into the river, and I went over him. There was um, 
there was the there was a fish up in the gravel and the head was done. There was an otter after killing him. Hmm. It was spawn of salmon. He was twenty five pounds. Wow. Without his head. No, that's that river wow. over there. And it was a trout. It was not salmon. It was a salmon. It was salmon. Yes, yeah, so he was a. Uh, 25 pounds weight and his head was gone. The, wow. the, the, the author had eaten his head. Yeah. He was a cockfish. Because yeah. they go up there to spawn. Yeah. It's a great spawning river. Yeah. And it rises in the Stax Mountains, just above Trilly here. But um, that was my whole introduction to, to fish and rivers and fish life. And, and uh, as I got older then, uh, I left school kind of young. And I, I got a, a, a job and um, I, the next thing I got um, a bit of part-time work in the oyster fishery. No. On the, in a, in the, Trilly in Bay. Tr Trilly Bay. Bay, yeah. It was yes. the, Trilly, it's about the, the Trilly oyster fishery. That's what it was. Trilly Bay oyster fishery, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And it was part-time, seasonal. Yes. But the whole idea of that place was that... Um, I was trained by a, um, a retired um, sergeant of the guards, right? Policeman mm -hmm. or a guard, mm -hmm. and he was a very nice man. Des Barrett was his name. He was a mm -hmm. gentleman, mm -hmm. and he 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 um he actually the the law side of it. He taught me the law side of it. And of the of the fishing of, of the, the 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 like you know in 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 when you you when you get a fishery wand, it's a fishery wand. Mm -hmm. It's like it's more you have more powers than the guard. Mm. Than a policeman, you have more powers than a policeman, mm. and um, he showed me like how to approach an individual. Show you. Also, at that time, you were already working in a fisheries board. Is that? I just no. I just started. This was my the first job I had was a trolley, the ice to fishery. Okay. Yeah, that was that's how and I got. And your job was to protect that. My do, my job, yeah, it was illegal to, fishing. And it, it was it was the, the oysters. Okay, truly be oysters. They're they were world famous, mm -hmm. and the the value of the oyster was so much, but the value of the it, it was like cocaine. Mm -hmm. The value of the oyster with the spat on its back, mm -hmm. the young baby oysters, yeah. they were they were they, the French were trying to buy them so they could start new beds in France. Uh -huh. So that's where the real money was. Uh -huh. And a lot of the oysters up the Galway Bay oysters and all that they came from Trilly Bay originally oh yeah interesting and the the whole idea of the the oyster fishery it was a great education because um, Des he like you know he was like my sponsor mm -hmm. <laughs> he he he, uh, he he introduced the law to me right how how you can prosecute people how you mm -hmm. approach people and you, you, to get to know the you know to, to get Everything had to be one hundred percent right. Okay. Otherwise, so 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 that was like your that was in the seventies. Yes. So you were introduced to rivers, and you you you, you saw what's going. This on. was before the rivers. Okay. So this, this is the bear. Yeah. So so I would I'm trying to get is like how do you make that decision that you're going to work to protect the fishery or in the, in some sort of a well, protection of the of the well, fisheries that, or rivers? Where, where that decision came from? That 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 came after. Mm -hmm. But the first decision was um, a friend of mine said there was a job in the Trilly Bay Oysters. Okay. And he knew I was interested in conservation. And, okay. And uh, he said, you know, he said, you should apply for it. He said, I, I reckon you'll get it, but I reckon that he had this, he had my name given to these people. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Sure. So they knew that you were an angler. You they knew they that you were passionate go, about yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they said like, "Well, this is the guy yeah. who's gonna do the good job." On, on yeah, but it, 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 this particular um, trolley bear, it was um, infamous for, for war, for trouble. Yes, be, because um, a lot of people would go go fishing. Fishing, they dredge the oysters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it, mm-hmm. but no, a lot. But you know, even for the benefit of our listeners, mm-hmm. you can you can explain. They dredge, it. they dredge the oysters. They go out in the boats in the winter time and they dredge, and they they they, they have a dredge and it pulls all the. It's hard, very hard work. They mm-hmm. pull all the oysters in bog, in bog mm-hmm. and then they're supposed to clean the oysters, mm-hmm. put the spat back, mm-hmm. put the oysters. They have a special ring. Mm-hmm. I think it was three inches in, in circumference. I think. And um, I should have brought one down. I have, I have an old one somewhere. And if the ring, if the ice fell through it's too the small. ring, it was too small. It was a baby. You put it back. And all the babies, the, the spat, we call them, mm-hmm. were to be put, cleaned off of the ice and put back in the for next year. Next year. Yes, yes. But so these, that, that's how they achieve the sustainable fishing. Yes, but they, it didn't work that way. In reality, they oh. wanted to kill everything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was the reality. And then it became... The locals then were up in arms because these guys were coming in from everywhere. Ah, uh, okay. So they were not locals. They, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. They, so they, that's important. They just came in. They were guards and doctors and everything just to make fast money. Right. And and then it became known as the Oyster Wars. And mm. there was big trouble ahead. And then mm-hmm. there was boats, big 30-foot boats sank. Mm-hmm. There was war. It was a war. Like we, they, the locals wanted to protect their oysters. Mm-hmm. I was on their side. No, mm-hmm. not all of them were mm-hmm. good, but the the the, 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 the there was a, a a good majority that that were uh, there were the older guys that wanted to save the oyster fishery, mm-hmm. and there was desperate trouble there. Yeah, I mean there was. I can imagine everywhere, oh, yeah. everywhere where you can make money. Yeah, it was. And especially when that money can be made of. I mean, it was. It was natural. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was big. It was big money. I mean, mm. it was serious money, and it became. I was inter- interviewed on today tonight. Mm-hmm. The, the, you, you didn't know that it was a. Mm. It was the um, news a news program mm-hmm. after the news and RT. Yes, but I was interviewed. The, on on that program about mm. what was happening there, but to make a long story short, um, I was there a few uh, every season for a few years, and I prosecuted a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people, mm-hmm. and then there was a job came up then in the southwestern regional fisheries board, right, and I went for that, and uh, that was seasonal as well, mm-hmm. and I I got it, right. They knew you obviously. I don't you? know. I I don't know if they knew me or not, but. I had a reputation at that stage of mm-hmm. of getting the job done, mm-hmm. and um, so I started on the rivers. Right. So that was your. So you you've been introduced as a kid to the rivers. That yeah. sparked your love for fishing and conservation, and then the the job came up in Trilly Bay, and that's where you got your first. That's, that was your, the kind your, of your foot in the door, the, and you figure yeah, out what's yeah, yeah, what, yeah. how it all works. And then you transition with that experience into the fishery boards, and you kind of been back to yeah. the river. Was that something that you wanted to do? What, did you want it to come back to the rivers, or well, well, it, it, like um, I suppose it's like everything in life. You know, a lot of people go to school, they spend a lot of time in school, and go to university, and go mm-hmm. do all this thing, and then 
when they when they get the job, the doctor or the mm-hmm. or the, the, the the lawyer or the judge or whatever, mm-hmm. then they they f- after maybe a year or two they feel this is not really for me, <laughs> and then they go, you know. But I always knew my 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 gut. I'm like an Indian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my gut feeling always was, I always wanted to be outdoors, you know, <laughs> always because. When I when I left school, I worked in a factory, and I was I was in the office, and there was a window, and I used to see all the wild geese uh, going down the bay, and the ducks, yeah. and I do a bit of shooting as well. Yes. So I always wanted to be out. My spirit was always yes. outside, yeah. and um, I went on the rivers, and the, the same story. Then you had to learn the new books, the new law. Okay, because like, there was different law. And different laws. Mm-hmm. And then um, you had the warrant and you could search cars and you could do almost anything. Mm-hmm. You could, with, with the f- a fishery officer's uh, warrant, you could do almost anything. You could mm-hmm. stop the cars, you can search them, a guard can't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a guard can't go into a house on a boat, they must get a search warrant. Mm-hmm. But the fishery officer had desperate powers. Mm-hmm. And, um, is it still the case today? It is, but the problem, the problem, then and now is the same problem. Mm-hmm. The 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 you know the, these a lot of these people just go into these jobs, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. It's a job, right? And they that's don't have it. A passion. They don't. They don't want to save the forest. They don't want to save the seas. They don't want to save the they river. They want a paycheck at the end. Of they the want month. yeah. It's and a, if it, they can talk, <laughs> and then you know that that's the bottom line. But um, mm. the thing is, with me, something drove me. The spell of harbors drove me, you know. I I see I see, like I see an angler, occasion. I know on occasions mm-hmm. I'd see an, an angler down through the years. I saw one angler one evening, on the river field, mm-hmm. and he had eleven fish up in the bank dead. Mm-hmm. Now he was a master angler, mm-hmm. and I said, "Geez, you have a good day," and he says, "Nah, nah, it isn't great," and that that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. You know, he had all these fish killed. And it's mm-hmm. terrible, you know. He's he to me. He was a commercial angler, right? He was like the guy down the down the river with the with the net across the river. Yes. He, there was no difference. He was killing the fish, selling them, right? And a lot of anglers done that in those days. They sent their children to school, mm-hmm. uh, with paid for by salmon, and they they bought their shoes, and you know they might work in a factory, and yeah. But they, they at that time salmon was always uh, gold. The price of salmon is is, is like to, to trying to try and buy a wild salmon now mm-hmm. in a restaurant. Most uh, salmon now are just all uh, farm fish. Yes. yes, terrible. Like it's. Yes. Oh, and they're 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 much more expensive, and even meat mm. is is quite different. Yeah, the, you see, it's like it's, it's quite like dangerous. It's, it's, <laughs> n- it's not the same fish. No, if, it's, if, if it's, you're if you're if you buy like a wild salmon, I don't know actually in Ireland whether you can buy. You can yeah, you can it, for three weeks of the year. You can actually buy white salmon in Supervalu at the moment, I think. Really? Yeah, they still net salmon in the estuaries. And this is like Irish. Salmon. This is yeah, Irish wild. And oh, you know how much Atlantic, it is? Atlantic, Atlantic salmon. It's the it's. I think it, as far as I know, it's thirty five euros, either a kilo or a pound. Right. So a ten pound fish, mm-hmm. if it's a pound, is it uh, would be about one hundred and fifty two hundred euro for a ten pound fish. Sometimes even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's frightening money, wow. like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but you see, the problem is, the, um, as everybody knows, that it, anybody that, that's involved in fishing and anyway, or angling, like the salmon were once very plentiful in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Because you'd, 
you had the old you had the, you had the old farm you know the old farmers uh, of years ago they like the manure was put out by hand off the back of the horse and car yeah. or the tractor nowadays it's all silage and mm-hmm. the whole intensive farming and a lot of farmers weren't like this they know they know it down deep down intensive farming mm-hmm. is, is after destroying mm-hmm. an awful lot of habitat yeah Oh, the, I think it's it's quite you know it's it's out there right now. There's mm-hmm. a more and more people talking about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and like you said, like not exactly all farmers like that. But the fact is that the intensive farming, the use of uh, insecticides, the use of herbicides, mm-hmm. the use of uh, artificial um, how do you call it stuff that you put into to fertilizers, pesticides, pesticides, yeah. and yeah. all that. Then at the end of the day, all that gets washed into mm-hmm. the river, mm-hmm. and it all gets into the habitat and either mm. then you have uh, algae or whatever or the rivers are like kind of like the veins of the country that's the way i like to describe it and yeah. like in any the any the runoff from the land it goes into a stream a dike a river it, that's that's the reality of it mm-hmm. but um yeah it's definitely farming has its purpose also yeah. yes but uh in fairness now to the farmers a lot of the farmers they were they were pushed into do, doing this by yeah. the by the departments Oh yeah, oh I mean like this, absolutely. It's it's like right now as well. You have a farmers who are who really care about the environment, and you know those who in air quotes don't care. It's not like they don't care. They want to make a living. That's yeah, correct. and yeah. they're looking like okay, how can I make money? Yeah, yeah. I had a, on the podcast one of the forestry officer, and we were talking about native woodlands and like so stuff. And it's the same story. Oh, there is a program for farmers to plant woodlands, and mm-hmm. they're planting woodlands. And the ten year pass, and the program is scrapped. Yeah. Guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna cut that wood because yeah. they 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 need to make money off the land, and yeah, yeah. because that's what they have. Well, they're commercial. Yeah. They're commercial woods, yeah. but now there's a, a system. I think uh, indigenous trees have to be planted now as well. Yeah. Because. I run in with the fo- the forestry when I worked in Glencar mm-hmm. as a fishery officer. I, I had a big run in because uh, they were planting young trees and um, you're supposed to build build uh, silt tra- silt mm-hmm. traps. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to make silt traps mm-hmm. because they they, they they sick the trees that they set here. The the needles are are poison. They're acidic. They're, they're, the they're, they're po- is acidic. Yeah. They're yeah. poison and. Once they get into the into into the small streams, what I call the feeder streams, mm-hmm. that's where the young salmon are, and when the, when the babies are in there, they're there for two years, mm-hmm. and if they haven't got um, natural indigenous trees going along the riverbank, mm-hmm. okay, there's they, they, they draw the the insect life, mm-hmm. all the insects, and, yes, you know. And they all fall into the river, and the fish have to feed in those. Yes. But with these woods, nothing can live in them. Yes. These, and when they build them right up, to, when they build them oh, right, those, those Sitka spruce plantations, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a timber plantation. Yeah, yeah. When they build them right up to the streams, mm-hmm. which is actually the game. The game is over. You're not actually meant to do that. I think you're meant to keep ten feet away from any streams. Mm-hmm. I think there's twenty feet, but you, and you're supposed to have the cell trap yeah. to stop the water to flow off. Yes. But it, that, that's all, all. That's all the. Um, the modern way of thinking, like, and it, it, a lot of these things, it's, it's as you said, the, the bottom line is money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. bottom line is money always, mm-hmm. and it's part of politics mm-hmm. and money. They run yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, and that's another day's work. But when I went working for the fishery board, um, 
my main thing always was never never to bother anglers mm-hmm. I, I used to talk to the anglers and Mm-hmm. And I used to give them my telephone number if they ever say anything. You know, yeah. you know, I built up, I built up a network mm-hmm. over the anglers are the yeah. boots on the ground. Yeah, and yeah. they yeah. see the stuff happening, and That's they're correct, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. built, I built up a network, and um, what, what, what happened? So at the time you were like a full-time fisheries officer. Was at that, when I started off first, it was part-time. Mm-hmm. It was just they were just trying me out. It's so the summer mm-hmm. months, maybe was it? It was in the summer months, yeah. Yeah, and um, the thing was, I built up a network straight away. Mm-hmm. That was my first mm-hmm. plan. Always. Bil- Did you know that you need to do that from your previous work in the in Trinidad? Oh yes. Bay? yeah, or yeah, yeah. Was- yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You had to. You had, you had to have people you could trust. You know, yeah. and uh, nothing would be ever said after and things like that. Mm-hmm. But but the genuine guys, the mm-hmm. just people who cared mm-hmm. about. 20 years down the road mm-hmm. you know just didn't want to kill yes but anyway I built up a network and I started getting calls and then, then I used to go out and uh, then you'd come across nets across the river and uh, mm-hmm. this was the funny this was the funny part really mm-hmm. you'd see nets tied across the river you know what they do is uh, when the tide is coming mm-hmm. they know they just they, they've been doing it for generations a lot of them Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about all these nets, they were all licensed by the government. Oh, so they were they was legal. They were le- they were legal nets, but being but being used illegally. Aha. Okay. It was a license to sell salmon, and I said, "What's going on here?" So so explain that uh, one more time. So the net is as a device has to be licensed. Something yeah. like a gun. You yeah. need to be li- yeah. you need to license. So you need to license the, the net. That is correct. And then what? Then that also describes how the net can be used. Yes. So there's a this technique, is, a method, I think it's there's, a draft. It's a, the, 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 no, I'm not saying all the nets were legal. Mm-hmm. Because you see, when, when the man down the river is setting a net, and he's supposed, by right, by law, it's called a draft net. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be two people walking the net. And there's a, a when you when you go out in the boat, mm-hmm. the boat should be numbered, mm-hmm. yes. and there should be a tag on the net. Yes. And you go out. They, they call it the Queen's Gap, mm-hmm. the Queen, mm-hmm. the Queen's Gap. So you go out so far, and the fish. You can leave a gap at the other side. You, you don't completely. You don't completely tie across. Which is gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All, which which is absolutely a joke. Like mm-hmm. that's grand in big rivers, but all they were doing was going down. Tide was coming in, tie the net, go home, come back in the morning, pull out their pull out their uh, mm-hmm. their fish. They do that especially at night, night time. Yeah. But during the day they pretend to be mm-hmm. you could have two tides every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, so they're pretending they're doing like a yeah, they pretend, what they're supposed yeah. and then, to do and then they yes. left the gear overnight. Yeah. And, the yeah. problem was that I saw the the, the problem was that no, they were I wasn't the only fishery officer, mm-hmm. but I was always a maverick. I'd always do my own thing mm-hmm. I, because I didn't trust no one. Yes. Because I knew they were, I, I have a great uh, sense when I speak to someone uh-huh. and, and a lot of them are very crooked. Uh-huh. And um, the other fishery officers knew because they live in the area. Yes. But I was an outsider and I created. 
Havoc. Uh, okay, so what you're, what you, is, is this what you're saying that the fisheries officers they prefer to you know not be turn that, a blind eye that turn a blind eye. Thank, because, thank you. That's, a, that's an expression because an easier life like. because they're yeah. local and because maybe yes. it's a neighbor, a yes, neighbor's yes. son or cousins, whatever yeah, else, cousins. I just don't want the aggro. Having a have drink, but you see, yeah, the, and now the, you show up. I show up, and <laughs> no the next connection thing. to the area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the next, the next thing then is that um, I approached these guys and I, my, I always had a dog with me. I, mm-hmm. You mentioned the German Shepherd dog, mm-hmm. but I, I'm training dogs since I was a child. And mm-hmm. I had a great dog with me, his name was Ross. Mm-hmm. And I'd always st- lie him down in the bushes behind me. Mm-hmm. And then you can see how big I am. Mm-hmm. A big man, like. <laughs> <laughs> so if there was one or two guys there, and they, they, who are you, like, and they want to use language here, no, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I have I have these guys here with a net tied across the river, so I'm going to prosecute them. I want to know their names, their addresses, mm-hmm. and they're telling me to f off. And who mm-hmm. do you think? Well, next thing I'd say, I have my boss with me, and I just I just caught him. You know, mm-hmm. he'd come out of he come out of the trees, and he was a big big dog, mm-hmm. big long haired German Shepherd. And I tell him sit, and I said no. I said you can, we can be friends or four. Mm-hmm. I said if I tell him attack, he will rip your head off. <laughs> and I said, if I tell him lie there, he will lie there. So I said, I'm. A, this is my warrant. I'm going to take your net. I'm going to take your fish, and I'm going to get your name and address. I already know your name and address because I've done my homework. Yeah. So, but you have to tell me. So I took out my notebook, and I got their names and address, and uh, I prosecute them. Mm-hmm. I do my prosecution. You have to do it right. You can't make mistakes in the townlands and the time and, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. And was that something that you were trained to do? I was, uh, by the, you, you were, not so by you... the fishery board, I was trained by, um, as I said, originally by the, okay, okay, so by the sergeant, a yes, retired sergeant. But that was sort of like a unofficial training? Is unofficial, yeah. Okay, so I'm saying like no one... You know, said like if you want to, if you want to, Bertie, you want to do that job, you need to go and pass that training and have a this oh, certification or no, whatever. They no, were quite no. happy to let you out let as you, you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had this advantage that you met this this guy who actually taught you how that's, to do stuff. That's right, yeah. Right, right. But the right, thing is, you right. see, the, what the, what the fisheries board would tell you is that that's your district. Mm-hmm. You stand from that bridge to that bridge, but. Mm. I was getting information that there was nothing there. It was down further. Yeah. So I went further. Yeah. Down into the tide, mm-hmm. and that's where I, I made the, I I made a lot of captures and I got it. And then I, I I'm moving on a bit now, but the um, I I got I got um friendly them with other people mm-hmm. who were who were like minded conservationists. Yeah. And they used to give me a hand. Yeah. Voluntary. Mm-hmm. They used mm-hmm. to come with me and they'd say, look, I know where it's in it. And it, mm-hmm. all, it all walked from there. It, yeah. you know. well, I, I think, you know, like most of the anglers, if not all of them that I know, they, you know, they're going to report if they see something. Because that's that's obviously that thinking like, well, that is affecting a, mm. a resource, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that we all mm-hmm. going to use. And that's, you know, like I, I myself reported, you know, mm. suspicious activity or the mm. net or the boy somewhere to the mm. fishery board because I think like it's quite obvious, you know, every angler should do that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so I think but, but I'm not surprised. But, but at that stage of the game, as around 1984, that I wasn't very happy because uh, mm-hmm. I knew I knew like things were wrong, right? Because... 
originates with the 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 Kelly the Kelly Board of Fishery Conservators. Then it, they they changed the name, mm-hmm. pretending they were going to do to think, do things better. Yeah, they they became the Southwestern Regional Fishery Board. That was our district. There's different districts, mm-hmm. and now it's inland fisheries. Mm-hmm. They yes. just keep it's like the hospital. They keep changing the name. You know, yeah. thinking everything's going. Okay. Yeah, thinking everything is going to get better. You know, mm-hmm. but but. It's the same thing. The mm-hmm. salmon are being lost. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm 66 in January. Mm-hmm. The salmon are, are being lost mm-hmm. to pure greed. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Pure greed. But do you think that that's obviously a, a, a big problem? Do you think that the environmental issues like, for example, pollution, climate change, whatever else, that are also playing a role? Because... Uh, when he's talking about salmon, like like in the United States and Alaska, there are the same problems with salmon. There's a less and less, and the fisheries no, being closed. No, I don't. And... I don't agree with you. Okay. And I'll tell you why. There's okay. places in Moshe you can go to, and there are thousands of salmon there yeah. because it was military zones, uh-huh. and no one was ever left in there. The salmon are just you have to fly in there by helicopter, mm-hmm. and you stay in tents, and there's thousands of salmon. And I think, uh, to be honest, I think it, that's it, like the fishery board say that. I think the CEO came out recently with all, they make that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't do nothing about climate change. We, we can do our own personal thing, mm-hmm. but there's still salmon there, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they're still being poached. Like, it's, yes. it's, that's the reality of it. That's what, We can do something about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do something about America or, like you say, Alaska. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to but they paint, do the, paint, the, paint the picture uh, for, for the benefits of our listeners. Yeah. How much of that, because like, we know that nature in general is in decline. Yeah. Right? Whatever you look at, birds, reptiles, mammals, fish, like whatever you go, you know, it's in a decline. Mm-hmm. And and so what I'm trying to understand or maybe paint the picture, like what percentage of that loss of the salmons and trout and the fishery is due to, let's say, general decline of everything no. and which part and how much is the particular problem with poaching and the poaching poaching and man mm-hmm. mankind mm-hmm. through greed mm-hmm. they have they, they wipe out they wiped out the dodo bird mm-hmm. they ate him yeah the lip is gone the rhinos are almost gone because of the they, they believe this is a which is poaching as well. yeah. mm-hmm. same thing it's all poaching. It's all man. Uh, there, there, there's too many people on the planet. Mm. I, that's, I don't care what anyone says. I don't believe in climate change. Mm-hmm. I hear about it every day on the radio. Mm-hmm. I, I, I listen to Dr. Patrick Moore on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I listen to all his... It's like, I suppose, similar to your, what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I listen to all the climatologists. Mm-hmm. I listen to every one of them. Mm-hmm. And I make up my own mind. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, Tralee was flooded. Mm-hmm. It's not flooded now. Mm-hmm. There was no change in that on those tides out there. None. Mm-hmm. Since I was a child, 60 years. Yeah. Well, I'm 66 sorry, in, in January. Mm-hmm. There is no change. Ireland is a dot on the planet. I've been I've been to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. I've been across Africa. Great. Yes, I've traveled a lot and I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, a lot of it is absolute rubbish. Mm-hmm. And I hear it day in, day out by these newscasters and, mm-hmm. and they cannot speak. Mm. They cannot tell oh, me oh, yeah. that, you know, I'll tell you what's happening. There's too many people and each field can only feed so many people. Mm-hmm. 
we had the famine here, the great famine. You know, we had eight or nine million people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's all the stories. The British mm-hmm. wiped them out and mm-hmm. all this. I don't know what happened. All, all I know is a famine to me is they're starved to death. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. They're starved. They had yeah. nothing to eat. Yeah. Because the yeah. in Ireland that time, we had, um, I, I suppose the same in your country, were Catholic. Mm-hmm. And they had baby after baby after mm-hmm. baby. And who's, how are they going to feed all these babies? Mm-hmm. It's the same in Africa. Mm-hmm. You see the women with 10 children hanging mm-hmm. after them. You yep. don't see no men. Yep. You know, the, the times are changing. We have to, we have to grow up. And mm-hmm. it, like, you, you, like I've been to London there not too long ago. Like it's just the amount of people there. Yeah. Oh, like city, city is like a different different story mm. you know i probably said it on this podcast many times you know i come from city mm. I, I was born in the city raised in the city worked in the city mm. and then when 10 years ago i moved to ireland to kind mm. of like a countryside mm. and now when i go to the city I, I i realize i see how damaging for human psyche is mm. living in such a place yeah. it's 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 like you you know like wow how do you how do you not seen that before? You know? <laughs> yes, and like as I as as I said, they, they live in a bubble, mm-hmm. and the thing is, and it happened there recently in England. I just said, imagine if the lights went out, none for a month. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> and it happened. It happened there a few weeks ago. The electricity went mm-hmm. some part. I can't. I, I don't know. I forget now where I was. Mm-hmm. But they, they had to get out of the trains and walk home. Mm-hmm. Do you know, but yeah. it's like everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the as Daniel said there. The, the the water are the veins of the earth. Yes. And we in the and you know, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Egypt, these places, and and look look no. at the and look at the look the at the, the yeah. I went down the Nile and, and like when you're around Cairo, like the dot and filth <laughs> of the rivers is mm-hmm. absolutely and millions of people and you think that you won't clean it up or do something like mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> everything is just dumped in there like. Mm-hmm. And the Irish was just as bad. Like the, I can tell you stories about fellas fishing under a bridge and get a belt of a calf at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> a calf could be dumped in over the bridge or a, a couple of cats inside in a bag. I've heard all those stories. Oh, yes, I've yes. heard them all. And yeah. yeah, uh, pups and mm-hmm. bags of rubbish and just thrown in over That's the over, over the fellas fly fishing. The next thing they get a belt of a, a dead cat down. <laughs> nearly ki- he was nearly killed inside in the river. Yeah. Another guy, there was cats thrown in in a bag and they fell on the eye, they fell on the, the mm-hmm. they didn't fall into the river, they fell on the, the stonework. Yeah. Well, there's, there was a kind of a piece sticking out yeah. and he brought them home. Yeah. And you know, pops as well, thrown in and, and they, they chased them, got the bag out. This is three o'clock in the morning, like when fellas mm-hmm. are fly fishing. Yeah. Do you know? That's another thing that anglers, hunters, they, they mm-hmm. tend to see these things yeah, because, because, the because, because they're at the time where, yeah. where like, like, like guys like these, they think, oh, no one will be there. No yeah. one will see no. that. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to be at 3 a.m. in the morning? Right? Yeah, yeah. And, well, there you go. There yeah. is a guy with a fly fishing rod or something. Yes, and you, I've had a man that told me that he was fly fishing one night and uh, he, he hooked a fine sea trout and the next thing... You know, it's just dark, like there might be a bit of a, a small bit of a moon or something. Mm-hmm. But it's almost pitch dark and he's fighting definitely. But, you know, <laughs> and the next thing, zzz, mm-hmm. the line takes off down the river. And not, I was after catching the, the sea trout. <laughs> it <laughs> took off down the river, <laughs> took every bit of line he had gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're the authors, you know. And yeah. The artists yeah. have their story too, like to tell. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you know, you go like it's very easy to say climate change. Mm. That uh, sounds wonderful, but Ireland is a dot. Mm-hmm. We're a tiny little dot. Mm-hmm. The planet is a big place. There's, I think, between China and India, there might mm-hmm. be, I don't know, there's a four billion. I don't know. Yes. But like that's that's the real problem, you know. Yeah. We can't solve the problem here. Yeah. Or what we can solve here is our own problems. Our own clean, problems. Clean up clean, your own stuff. Clean yeah. up our own back garden. That's that's what I was saying. Like we, we we can do that, but I think that the people use this as a cop out. Like it's oh, it's all it's all wrecked anyway. Yes. And, and what's the point? That's an ex, you know. That's an excellent it's, it's, point. It's, it's yeah. the same. It's the same with the fishermen. The draft net, the angler blames the, the, the net in the river. The fella in the river blames the fella with the drift net. The drift net fella blames the Spaniards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all blaming one another. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all fishing should be stopped when it comes to salmon. The salmon are in a terrible state. Mm-hmm. Especially the, especially the um, what I'd call the spring salmon. Yes. Or what, what yeah, yeah, spring. The spring salmon. They're all in serious decline. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, the, the nature... Mm-hmm. The, the the natural feeder streams are being polluted mm-hmm. by 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 all the different like for instance those sector uh, trees the mm-hmm. spruce trees they've done terrible damage to they've the, our grouse are almost gone all over them yes the hares are in trouble all over them yes and the the, the you can go on and on like but it, it's mm-hmm. we are do, we are doing it we are the, we are the culprits and it's us. still going on like only recently a fella sent me in a picture this will tell mm-hmm. you and if we can go back to the poaching as well he sent me in a picture last week mm-hmm. of between 20 and 30 salmon that inside in a restaurant being gutted wild salmon the biggest one was about 16, 17 pound in a restaurant right. now the same fella doesn't want to make it public mm-hmm. he's, um, afraid. I, he's afraid I, he's afraid and yeah. I'm trying to, um, to to turn and if you go back on my page you will see mm-hmm. it I've got pictures of people netting in the middle of the day Mm-hmm. Sent in by tourists. I found nets myself. Mm-hmm. I've reported them. What's your page? Can you tell us? That Dingle Peninsula Fishing. It's on mm-hmm. Facebook. It's got a very good following. Mm-hmm. Lots of people follow it. And even the fishery board follow it. Mm-hmm. But I remember one day in particular, we were fishing for Baston for a mile. Yes. And um, this is the truth. Now, in the middle of the day, with a, a friend of mine, he's a Frenchman, a fella came down and said, two nets at each side of us. There was four of us surf casting. Mm-hmm. And um, like I've seen nets everywhere. I've reported a lot of them. Do you know what I mean? I mean... Mm-hmm. It's still this is it's still, like they will make you believe that it's not happening, but it is happening. Like yeah. for an absolute fact, they're too valuable, do you know. Yeah. Um, and if if people know, if the anglers know, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are like that. Like that man sending that picture, he begged me not to, to share it. Like mm-hmm. he was afraid. He was afraid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the reason why he sent it in is because he's fishing the area. Yes. And he sees it himself. The decline over the especially over the last five years because the the price of wild salmon has gone through the roof. Yes. Okay. And, and 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 he sees it and he he wants to do something about it but he's afraid like mm-hmm. and um i was actually fishing in the same area and a, a fishery board officer came down to me a young fella from cavan who i know mm-hmm. um he said oh there's nothing happening anymore but i i went like my father said at the very start he said he used to bother anglers and mm-hmm. i'm telling you the fishery board are only interested in anglers now they have no interest in nets they're too afraid of insurance they're too afraid of claims they, oh. Yeah, I've I've noticed for a fact they won't go down, down Ballyfinan, the main. They just don't go down to these places. They're, they're not like they're not left. They're absolutely hounding anglers. People you, with the bass fishing now. Mm-hmm. If if you're if they're if you're caught with um, a bass oversized, they take your gear and they find you hundred and eighty euros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I mean? Uh, I think that's why we're here. We want to talk about that. And yeah. I think if my father goes into some of the stuff that he's been through, you know yeah. what it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you go back now to, to, to my days on the river, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is look at the Carrie's Eye when mm-hmm. I was uh, when I was on duty, mm-hmm. and you'll see it like it's every week I'd have someone up in court or like we used to go out, um, we used to patrol the uh, the estuaries. Yeah, we used to what we used to do like we we would like I'm all about I was mocking with the I was with I had I I at did at that time when I was with the fishery board. The anglers then asked me to go to be a member of the board mm-hmm. because it's, it's done by election. Yes. So I went for the, the, the 1989. I went. I I um, put my name forward to be mm-hmm. to, to go on the board. Yes. And I was ele- I was elected. I got the highest vote ever. Wow. But all the rest of them, the first thing when I went into the board me- mm-hmm. meeting, the most of them were political nominees. Mm. Because I was an ang- I represented the Anglers. There was no political nominee, but mm-hmm. all the rest of them were, and it, it, cowboy outfit. Yeah, they all knew each other, and they yeah. all they were all interested in draft nets for this fella and draft nets for that fella. As I'm saying, Joe, mm-hmm. most of the nets that do the damage are legal. <gasps> they still are. They still are. Yeah. Imagine the fish we bought to this day. But they're they're legal, but they're used illegally. That's what you're saying. Well, I, I can't say much now because I'm not they involved. Are, and, but okay. all, all I can say to you is okay. that in this day and age, when the salmon are nearly gone, we should we should stop. Yeah. But they, but they were they were paid. Mm-hmm. They actually paid off the people with the nets. The mm-hmm. government did, and then the political the political guys again got involved and got nets back after they paid them. Can I explain that? I'll explain yeah. that. There. What yeah. happened was. In, in a lot of the, the big salmon estuaries in Ireland, you had legal nets that were basically netting salmon legally and they being sold. Do you know yes. what I mean? And what happened was there was the, the fishery board wanted to buy, pay out money to buy the licenses. So, licenses. so they paid. There was a recent thing. It was in. It was actually on the page, but it was in the, the Kerry's Eye. There was a fellow paid, I think it was 90 grand to give over his license. No. Oh. In 2007 or something like that. And um, he was caught, I think, two years ago. Still netting off Brandon Point. But the, if you're a salmon angler, you must buy a license. It's 56 euros a year. Yeah. That's what you're paying. That license was brought in to pay the netsman to get rid of the nets. But what the fishery board then is... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, what the fishery board then done is they handed back the licences. To the net... To the netsman, yeah. Netsman. yeah. Not all of them, but they did in the field. and in politics... Yeah, and that's what happened. And actually, that fellow was caught, open brand, he was caught twice doing mm-hmm. the same thing after getting 90,000 mm-hmm. from the fishery board from our licenses. Yeah. You know, what you're, what the, the stuff that you're describing is not far off in, in what, what I know was happening in Poland like yeah. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly same story. Like we used to call them anglers and probably call them like a netting brigade. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we call it. And that kind of describes exactly the situation that you're, that yeah, you're describing still going on. here. So it's yeah, like yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Like it's money, everywhere right? The same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. You see, the problem with politics is that like democracy is the best system but the majority are not always right mm-hmm. that's the problem yes and mm-hmm. the thing is like uh, the the um, politicians they'll get into power because they have to have everybody liking them mm-hmm. and always sweeten them up you know oh yeah that's what they can and they, 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 that's how they get into power that's how they stay in power because they're like clans they're like the clans you know mm-hmm. and they're going to be doing bits for this fella and bits for that fella and Fair play to them, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, when it comes to nature and uh, conservation, and conservation, the game is nearly up. 
Mm-hmm. The game is nearly up, like yeah. you know, if like you, you, you know, when you have to tell people that like, you know, if, if uh, all the bees are gone, you 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 won't have this and you won't have that, and they kind of look at you like you with six heads. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, like, like yeah. there's places in the world where they have to. They're pol- in China, yeah. Yeah, they have to pollinate. Poly- they hand yeah. pollinating. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then everything is a weed. Yeah. Everything then in the garden is a weed, <laughs> unless you buy it from flat from uh, Holland. Mm-hmm. It's a weed, like, and you get out your spray gun and you start spraying everything. Then you say, kill everything. Yes, that's the name of the game. Oh, I, I I heard like a stats, you know, how many millions, uh, like a cubic meters of poison we mm. pumping into the environment each month. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's like, like what? Yeah, no, no, no. like you you said earlier, you you said like. What is it? That's mm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. the bottom line. Like it's the people. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you get these people. Like, you, you, they just don't. They can't get it. Like when they die, they go to heaven. That's all they know. <laughs> no, we like, won't go into that. No, they <laughs> back to the you know stick I mean? on the like, script. <laughs> yeah, you're, they're born like and they die mm-hmm. and they go to heaven. They get wings and all this thing. Read the Bible. You don't go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Read it. You don't go to heaven. Will you speak about <laughs> the, the prosecutions but, along the way? Anyway, but the thing is, like that's people for you. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. They have a little they have a little answer for everything. Yeah. But the answer is simple. Like we gotta get our act together. And do you know I I saw something there lately. There was kids down the canal there mm-hmm. cleaning up the place. Yeah. Fair fair play yeah, to yeah. them. Very but that's yeah. like when the British had that place, not that I love the British, the canal down there, my father told me when we used to, he used to take me for walks when I was a kid, going out the going out the the canal bank. To the left there it's a it's a wildlife reserve now for birds. Yeah. That was all calm. Oh. Yeah. There was all calm planted there. And the canal boats were brought up by the horses and you know? Yeah. But that but now it's now now it's um they turned it into a dump when I was a child. Yeah. They turned all that the the gateway to the G- Dingle Peninsula, mm-hmm. it was a dump. Well. Now now they have horses down there for the or ethnic minority. Hmm. There's a the place down there on the left hand side down there, it's a big high load of earth. Yeah, and there's gas building up there all the time. Hmm. But but uh, and and you know I losing track of myself. Yeah. But I get mad because <laughs> no, I get, that's okay. I get that's mad okay. Because, you obviously because you're, you're passionate about that. Yeah, but and, the, thing, and the thing it, is, it can be very frustrating. But the thing is, when I was a child, I could understand all that. There was nobody out spraying, and mm-hmm. now now that I'm I'm sixty six in January. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's a conservationist and uh, and about the climate and you know I've been I fought a battle for twenty years from nineteen seventy seven to to to, to nineteen ninety what's eight or nine, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. They had to change the law to get rid of me. <laughs> they had to change the law to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. I beat him in the high court. Yeah. I beat him inside in the high court. I beat the fishery board in the high court, and if I lost, I'd have lost everything. Mm-hmm. Because I had to pay for everything myself. Mm-hmm. But I beat them. But they changed the law to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. I had to go. The politics yeah. of the day. Yeah. Because I, uh, you, made, you, you clearly made a lot of enemies. Wow. Well, when you catch a policeman and prosecute him, then you're in trouble. Yeah. Because there's, there's a special, there's a special um, summons for a, a policeman. Or a guard, they call him in Ireland. Yeah. There's a special summons. Yeah. It's just, it's just not um, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. You're like Michael Collins si- signing your death warrant. Mm-hmm. You know who Michael Collins was? No. The liberator of Ireland. <laughs> oh, okay. He gave us all free state and all. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
you, you, the game was over. I knew the game was over once you prosecuted a member of the police force. Mm-hmm. He was he was netting like he was. I caught him with a net across the river. I caught him once, and I gave him a break. I said, "Look, I know who you are. Go away." I caught him a week after again. Oh. he had six salmon inside in the net, and then I prosecuted him, and I had to, I had to go through a terrible process to prosecute him. A terrible process. Yeah, and then. The thing was, how can we get rid of this fella? Because I had to go, like. Right, right, right. So, that was it. But there's a lot, a lot of, uh, loads of stuff, if you want to hear more of it, but. Um, oh, yeah, whatever you're, you're, look, whatever you're comfortable, uh, mm. you know, talking. And you, you, can we talk about Ross, maybe? Because that, that is what yeah, the video yeah. is about. Yeah, the but, dog, but, you know? But then, on another occasion, then, um, there was nets being set on the River Long. Mm-hmm. And the nets were legal. They were they were held by legal people. Mm-hmm. We go back to this mad scenario again. They have a, they just apply for the license. It's a political thing again. They get their license. Anyone could get a license that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they set their net and go up and milk the cows. <laughs> Which is illegal. Well, absolutely. As I said, you explained earlier, draft yeah. draft netting is is a procedure. Yes, it's a method like. They were just putting the net across yeah. the river. Yeah, and go yeah. And do something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing can get up. They were like. just blocking it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's mm. that's. The tide is coming mm. in. The fish travel, and then if it was very low water, if you had very very low water in the the river, we'll say you had a touch of a drought, the fish would only come up so far and go back down again. Mm-hmm. So, everybody's have a net out. <laughs> like I took twenty six nets out of a corner. Ah. <sighs> in the river alone in one season. Yeah, twenty six nets. Nets I pulled up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I remember. Um, it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Uh, and 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 Dan and we we briefly spoke about it. Uh, I I don't remember exact details. It was an article in Irish Angler at the time. Mm. Some article about uh poaching. Mm. And uh, I don't exactly recall what was the article, but it. It made me to write a letter, which which then subsequently, uh, at the time, editor of Irish Angler, Dave Dinsmore. Yeah, we know him. I, I, I was on the cover of it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, he he actually printed my my letter, and what I was saying in the letter was something to the effect that, well, look in in my country at the time, I know that. I think I read that letter. The the, the situation was. Mm that bad in certain stretches of the rivers that the angles were not going there mm. because poaching really became either poaching became like an organized crime yeah. or yeah. organized crime yeah. get into poaching yeah. that happens here because and so i said like well there are stretches of river where angles are just not going it's there, happening now right yeah. because it used to happen in my time in different places right. Right. so and, and 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 then i said like well how can you deal with that if even guards, a police force, doesn't carry mm-hmm. firearms, mm-hmm. right? They, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the guards, the, the police force, the police, they, they yes. doesn't carry firearms. Uh, so do how, some some how, of them do. Well, maybe now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, so I said, like, how you, you're not ready to deal with that, mm-hmm. right? And then the answer was something to the effect, like, well, the question is, how are we, as a society, do we want to people carrying guns around and so mm-hmm. on? Like, they travel the rest of the world and you see plenty going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so that was, and, and so can you, can you maybe talk about this, this, you know, safety concerns and like, like how, 
okay. how the situation I tell you, looks like. I tell you, no. The thing is, you know, if you want if you want this job done, you have to get people with the right frame of mind. Mm. They can't be afraid. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid, forget about it. Mm. If you want, if you're afraid to go out in boats or water, mm. uh, fellas with guns. I was fired at several times. I mm. I pellets look, and mm. one there, see that? Huh. Yeah. And I have another one down there, and there was a hat. I was three stuck in my hat. And uh, one night I was in the River Cara, uh, the Upper Cara River, mm-hmm. and I had a, a, a brand new dog I was training, mm-hmm. and I had Sil with me, you mm-hmm. know, Sil Fitzgerald, a great, great man for the rivers, a mm-hmm. uh, great conservationist. Um, we were training a new dog, so we, we, we went on patrol, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we, 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 I, I'm going back now to the 80s, and I got, I got um, it, was, it was the start of the night vision, mm-hmm. I got him in from Germany. Mm-hmm. I got it from a German guy yeah. that had a river down. This was a private river now. Mm-hmm. I was a lot of the private people were starting to employ me. Mm-hmm. People with private rivers. Okay. They started to they ring me up and say, Will you do will you come to my river? Right. And and, and they eventually like it got it got so much but mm-hmm. everyone in the country, well in Kerry never wanted me. I can show you all the ones. I had them all. I had about 12 or 14 ones at one stage. Wow. I, could, I used to go on patrols. It was you go on patrols, but I was very good at it because I, I, I knew how they, I, I had great, great. You knew how they operate. I huh? knew how they operated and I knew they had to follow the tide. I knew the weather. But, you know, you don't go down looking for nets when there's a gale force, 10 wind, and the, <laughs> the, the rivers are in flood. You know, you don't. But but um this particular night, um this this is truth. I'll tell you all the truth. I won't mm-hmm. tell you one lie, all mm-hmm. truth, no, nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. No matter what people say, that that's this is the, this is it, this is mm-hmm. the bottom line. Mm-hmm. The um I, I went down the river and I had still two hundred yards behind me and had my radio here mm-hmm. and I was I was the front man. Yes. You know? And I looked and I saw one guy on one side of the river, and I saw another guy on the other the other side, and I looked again at the guy on the, this side. He was after going into the river. Mm-hmm. So what they, what they were doing was they, there was a big, big pool, big a big salmon pool. Yeah. They had one net at the bottom, one net at the top. And the guy okay. was the guy had all the wet gear on. Wetsuit. Like. Wetsuit with, mm-hmm. the, um, with the flippers and everything. Yes. And you see, what happens is, when he goes in, the fish think he's a seal. Yeah, he they think he's a seal, and then the fish that's goes. the natural part. The fish then you go, yes, into the nets. But I looked and I put on, I knelt down, I, I knelt down, okay, I knelt down, I kneeled down, and I put the lamp, big spotlight, like this, and I put it on, and it, big powerful light. And I hit the guy, one guy in this side of the river, mm-hmm. and he was wearing a balaclava. <laughs> And the next thing I see him turning, and he, he fired, and I and I I'm, I'm I'm good with guns myself, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm shooting all my life. And the next thing I heard, green going through the trees. I could I knew it was a real the real Mackay, mm-hmm. because the bullet, it went through. I could hear it. Yeah, flying. Yeah, yeah you hear the bang, like, but yeah. you could hear it was, it was like a live a live shot. And I said, I got on the radio. I said to Sol, leave the dog loose. The dog came down. And he was a new dog, no, he'd just been trained. He ran down the riverbank and I said, get on. And he went straight down and he failed to jump. Mm. He failed to, yeah. you know, you'll be on about health and safety. Yeah. This is what happens, like the real, mm. this is the real stuff. Yeah. 
and the dog failed to, he failed to, to jump yeah. for some reason he didn't do the business now if I had Ross or Jack my two best dogs I had my man you know mm -hmm. he was taking them down but we got the net we got the salmon and um, we, we we called um, we went up to the hotel then the owner mm -hmm. we got the net and we, sh we showed the manager and he called the police and I said why are you calling the police the, what's done is done I know yeah. who they were, but I can't prove it. They were in the hoods. Yeah. I know. I knew who they were like. Yes. And then, so that was that's a, that's the biggest thing that you because you're in the area you you know that I, I, you I, have all your groundwork before before you go anywhere you must have your sums done. Mm. You're not just going going walk into a place in the dark and not know what you're looking for. Oh yeah. Like you know, I knew I had a good idea they'd be there. Yeah. And the next thing is, um, the policeman came. He's dead now. And a nice man, but a typical, I used to call him the chieftain. Yeah. Because he had a big guest house uh -huh. and he had tough mm -hmm. from the the lads in the area. Mm -hmm. All the tough was cut for him. Yeah. And he had salmon from the lads in the area. Uh -huh. he, he doesn't pay for anything like he has a big guest house, and he had a big fire going, he have salmon up on the table, he's getting it off for nothing. Oh. And like he's the man then and he, do you know what he asked me? Huh? He didn't ask me about the gun and was I hot? He said, what, what was I doing with the salmon? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Let's, let's keep that the is, irrelevant stuff. That, that is gospel truth. Man. But that's but he, he was he had it in for me after that. He was he was getting very little salmon. <laughs> <laughs> he had it in for me after that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But um, no, he was a nice man, but he had his own, the chieftain I used to call him. Mm. So, so tell me, what's, uh, I, I have actually, you know, two questions. One is, what can be done? But maybe be, before what can be done, what regular anglers, the folks, can do? Well, like if, you know, there's a lot of people who are listening to this now, and they're saying like, damn, like, I, I need to, you know, get my ass moved and like do something about it is there anything they can they can get me back to train people <laughs> i train them how to do it there'd be no health and safety and they get you have to walk like soldiers when you're out at mm. three o'clock in the morning you have to walk as a team and you have to know what to do and if it comes to take some fella down you have to take him down because if he's going to come at you you don't know if he's armed or not, but he's carrying a knife or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you have to be in the position. I used to carry the dogs everywhere. Mm -hmm. And they were afraid of their life because they, they could not imagine a dog coming at you at three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. like, and you, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They used to always, oh, yeah. very few of them stood their ground with me. They always ran. Mm -hmm. They always ran into, in, there was a situation happened in the Kinmere one night. We, mm -hmm. were, look, we were walking for the Sheen Falls. Mm -hmm. We were looking the Sheen River. We were looking after that place as well. We had, I had a team of fellas staying in the woods down there. They were in, um, mm -hmm. we, had, um, we had a small little uh, caravan in the woods with camouflage over it. And mm -hmm. We had two or three dogs around it. Mm -hmm. So if anybody came to attack them, or, this is real. Like, this is yeah. not uh, Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah. If, and if any gang came to attack them, the dogs would take them down. They were great dogs. I know I'm very well trained. Mm -hmm. But uh, nobody ever came near that caravan. Yeah. But this night um we were in we were in the trees. There was a tree of us, we were in the trees with the hoods on us and yeah. we well the hoods would be midget nets. Mm 
Yes. Cut off the midgets, you know. Yeah. And you'd have to wear gloves, and and, and you'd have to wear gloves, and uh, you'd have to tape tape them on. Yes. Yeah. And uh, spray yourself as well. Then, and you'd be signing the trees because the river was perfect. There was fish in the pool. It's the big pool below. The, it's the big big pool below the uh, Sheen Falls. The famous, mm-hmm. you know, this place. In yeah, yeah. And there was a building site going on. And they were, they were building. They were making the they were turning the house into a hotel that time. Yes. And um, there was security contractors doing the job there. There were locals. But uh, we were in the trees, three of us waiting anyway. And um, the next thing, I got a call. There's a car on the way. They're parking lights on. Coming down this boring. This car was coming down slow, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the parking lights on. And um, <laughs> we were in the trees anyway. And uh, the next thing, we jumped out. Mm-hmm. We jumped out, you know, with the hoods and everything. They, yeah. were, the, they were the police, the local guards. <laughs> <laughs> they were the local guards. <laughs> and the t- we knew they were very nice people. They were grand guys, you know, uh-huh. you know I'm messing. But the, the next thing I got a call on the, on the radio, we have one, we have one. And I ran. They were after catching a porch below in the pool. Yeah. We had two, two other fellas I had with me. Yeah. So I ran down and the police, the police came, the police came uh, after us, you know. Yeah. They came with us then. And, uh, one of the guys, um, we caught one. They had, we had one caught, but the other guy jumped into the into the estuary. Yes. <laughs> he he went to swim. He went to swim across the the estuary. He did you, you know the, uh, the the famous Sheen River goes into the estuary there. Yeah. The, the Rooty Bridge there. Yeah. Um, mm. the, 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 there's another bridge there. Not the Rooty Bridge. But there's another bridge, but he swam across. And I can give name. I can give. I won't give his name, but I give. I give you his nickname. <laughs> His nickname was Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but listen, and so the, the girl, the girl system, he's dead now, the man. Mm-hmm. I hope he's in heaven. Mm. <laughs> but he was a sergeant. He was a decent, a decent man. He was a great, a, a good cop, like. Yeah. But um, he he said to me, "Would you, would you, would you step aside for a minute?" He said, mm-hmm. "I want to." Ask this man who this man in the we have to find him. He says in case he drowns, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so he he asked us to move away. And next thing I heard a couple of slaps, bang bang. <laughs> he, and uh, so he said, "We know who he is. We're going to cross to the cross to the other side. We know where he's living, we, we, just yeah. to make sure he's okay. Yeah. He can have that for now." Yeah. <laughs> and and but he he was genuinely concerned. Like, yes. but your man's name name was Houdini because he was an absolute. He was like Houdini in the water. Right. <laughs> He was an absolute genius in the water, like. But he swam across, no problem. But yeah. uh, but uh, wow. the cops caught him on the other side. Okay. But um, what can be done? Like his question, what do you think can be done? Not not a lot. You have to get. You have to um, to stop anything. It's like it's like the drug scenario, you know. Mm-hmm. If there's money on the on the on yeah. your on your head on my head, yeah. if there's enough money on us, we'll be dead in a week. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Same with the fish. If they're worth, as Daniel said, 150, 15 euros a fish, yeah. half the country's going to be able to try and kill them. Yeah. yeah. So and and t- tell me because what's what's interesting is now you. What are the safety concerns for anglers? So, uh, you you mentioned that when I was saying about the situation that 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 I was aware in Poland like ten years mm-hmm. ago, uh, about the safety concerns for anglers like how would would you would you comment on that you know yes, is the, is there like 
what to do to not get into, into trouble, right? Because there, there obviously there is a certain num- amount of people who just want to go and fish, mm. oh, yeah, and just... they're not necessarily want to go on the onto the you know martial kind of side of things mm. and and. But the same, same on the same token, they might just get in trouble well, the, without the, even the, trying. The mm. thing is, the thing is, you see, with angling, angling like is is a massive sport, as you know, mm. and you've organized angling in clubs and mm. things. You're kind of you've already, there's no problem there. Mm. You know, there's mm-hmm. a club and it's too open. You know, yeah. but these guys that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're in the estuaries. Yeah, mm. they're gangs. But I'm saying, like, you and know, if I the, if I go fishing, like mm. I say, okay, there's a tide coming, three a.m. I oh. go, I I go fishing, mm. right? What is a probability that I get into trouble I, just by the fact? Well, it has happened. In, it there. has happened to friends of mine in the main, for mm-hmm. example. They're talking to get, get out of the pool. Like, fellas, to be a sea trout, fly fishing for sea trout at night, mm-hmm. and these fellas come down and they're told get out, move away from the pool. Right. Do you know what? Right. And like, I wouldn't say that people are going to the anglers are in trouble or anything, but okay. um, the people that are that like my father seen it all. Do you know what I mean? And this is why these fish officers today they they're not they're not doing what he done. Like simple yeah. as that. Well, the the thing is like if you look in the papers every week, how many people do you see being prosecuted for salmon portion? Not many. No, no. I, very rarely. Mm. Do you know, as simple as that, that's the bottom line. But they give you all these fairy stories, do you yeah. know, that's a fact. They, mm. they'll, they'll tell you, like, the climate, you know, the seas are warming up, uh, mm. the ice is melting. Yeah. And I'd say, well, like, uh, But that was an excellent point that you mm. made, that this is, like, an easy excuse, an excuse. to not do anything. Like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. look yeah. at we'll this. Pick up, we'll pick up the bottles. Yes. And actually, the CEO, I think his name is Kieran Bourne, of the IFI, came out recently, and he was... He, on on uh, social media, he was disgraced. He came out and basically said, "No, I'm not taking it for word for." Basically said, "We can't do nothing." Like, do you know what I mean? It, it, that's what he basically said in a statement, and the anglers were up in arms over it because he's responsible for this, for to to be able to do something. And mm. I'm and the the fish officer today. I, I I meet him. I know him all by name. They're more interested in 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 hassling anglers. They're not interested in this. Oh, because it's, it's always it's easy target. It's easy, yeah. It's like right. the park, and it's like the park yeah. and the tender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy money, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, uh, and they brought in these fines, which is ridiculous. 180 mm-hmm. euro, and they take the gear off you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've heard stories from taking gear off kids, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have to go up to Limerick to get your gear back, and yeah. you have to pay 180 euros. I mean, why don't they go out and do something down the main, like my father said, at three you o'clock in the morning? You have to. You know? have because to. it's no. damn hard. That's yeah, all yeah. right. <laughs> no, no, it's not hard, actually. It's very simple. We, what we used to do is we used to we used to power scopes and navy, we had, I had special naval glasses. They came off the navy boat. Mm-hmm. They're naval glasses. They were either mount in the ground yeah. and we'd mount it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you'd time the tides and you could go down, pick your highest point, Mm-hmm. There's a few mountains in Kerry. <laughs> yeah. You know, you pick your highest well, point. Well, yeah. yeah, you, you pick your point overlooking the estuary and you watch the tide coming in. You just sit there and watch. You know? And next thing you'd see, you'd see one guy down there, you'd see another guy over there, and you'd see another guy. And they, they don't even know, like, mm-hmm. they don't know. They're, they're, all sep- they're all working separately. Yeah. And all they do is they go out in the mud. Mm-hmm. Go as far as they can, chest feathers, tie their net, and bring it in, and tie mm. it and leave it. And then the tide comes in, oh, okay. and the fish, the fish, because uh, you have your net there, t- 
Tommy hit Tommy his net over there. Johnny his net up there. Not not in the get up like mm. like like I can't mention names, but there is a there's a draft net fishery on uh, on the it's illegal. There's hundred there for hundred years mm. on the river alone. I won't give the name. KRD. They have smokery. They have a smoke. It's a legitimate yeah. business. Hundred yeah. percent legitimate. And uh, he's an easy target for a lot of people to condemn the, the net and all that. But he's the only one that does it right. But he's he's doing it right. But he actually owns the fishery. It isn't the government net. He owns the fishery. Right. It's so, so they could never get rid of him. They, can, they can. Well, it's not a question. They could buy him out. They bought yeah. him out there for a few years. But yeah. but he employed me to get rid of the fellas below him. <laughs> he employed me to to get rid of the guys, the porters below, with net with licenses from the government. So again, like you said, is net is licensed, but it's used illegally. It's used illegally, but he's he's been he's using his net legally. He's paid, yes, I got it. He got pays it. the men. He has the boat number, the tag on it. It's a proper draft net. Everything is legal. Hmm. And then his fish are put in the smoke rate. There's guys walking in there smoking the fish. Mm -hmm. The tourists come in to buy him. He's yeah. creating massive employment. Mm. Yeah. The, buy, the guys below are getting the license off the fishery board. They don't. There's no. There's no overheads. Yes. They they kill their salmon. Mm. They sell them to the, the the restaurant down the road. Get full whack, full money. They have two mm -hmm. or three fish. They're laughing. Yeah. And yeah. can I say two things? There's also as well. Uh, I was talking to someone recently. He's he's involved with the fishmongers like that. Mm -hmm. More, I think it's nearly sixty percent of the the wild Irish salmon is being bought by um, one particular person it's frozen and then at Christmas time it's smoked and sent to Germany where it trebles in, val in value and another yeah, thing as well yeah. about this loan a fella put up a video maybe about three years ago and this little because is still going on mm -hmm. about what my dad ex he actually filmed them mm -hmm. he went down he went in hide he filmed them with the net tied for hours he put it up on YouTube he had it down within two hours and I know who he is I asked him to give me the video but he wouldn't because he was he, he, there was a death trip put on him Mm -hmm. And that only happened three years ago. He actually mm -hmm. filmed because he's a concerned angler. Yeah. He filmed the matter. He put up on YouTube. It went crazy. Within a couple of hours, he had a death trade. He had to take it down, you know. Yeah. He so, could have, he could have like, created like a dummy account and put it Yeah, there. he could have done that too. But you know. yeah, I think what happened was, I think he'd done that. What I think what actually really happened was they found out who he was, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, and yeah. if you talk to any of the people in the loan, I mean... They, like I mean, the loan has been it's, it's been raped like mm -hmm. to this day. And yeah. and is it is it like nothing can be done about it? Well, you can do it if you would look. You know, other other than like a kind of vigilante well, kind of. Well, work. well, I I was bordering on that, even mm -hmm. though I was legal, mm -hmm. but I was bored. The style, like what I used to do is, um, as I said, I used to we 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 would we would be in camouflage mm -hmm. because most of the time the midgets, as you know, yeah, they're midgies, you know, we call them midgies or midgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, and you chew alive. Yeah, so you're in these trees, like, and I'm I, I, I not having you on. Uh, one one particular night, um, I was down in a on land that the people used to tell me these people were conservationists. No, I I lo love shooting and. We were, I was friends with these people, but they wouldn't mm -hmm. let me shoot their land mm -hmm. because they loved the pheasants and they loved... Yeah. So they said, no, I'd, I'd ask them. They said, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. But they would tell me if there was poachers on their land. Mm -hmm. So they rang me one evening and they said, look, those guys have gone down again, you know. And they were hard. Now, this one of them was very old and he was still a hardy, hardy man, you know. He, but he said, is there any chance you could get rid of them off the land for me? He says, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I said, I will, yeah, I'll, I'll sort them out. So there was, um, three of us went, there was, 
normally you have to hide hide. Do you know the way? I don't know. If I, I I keep wandering, but mm-hmm. that's okay. The thing is, when I, when I was uh, on patrol, I used to I used to, have to hide everything. I used to camouflage everything mm-hmm. because it would be burned. Yes, there was. I'll tell you all that another day if you want. Mm-hmm. But um, nowadays you'd see you'd see a, a jeep parked southwestern fishery board mm-hmm. or inland fishery yeah. you know, written on the side. If I'd done that, my my jeep to be gone, they'd be burned within an hour mm-hmm. because I was hot to them so much, you know. Mm-hmm. I was really and, and I and like I, I as I said, I'd be up on the side of the hill watching. And this particular night, and anyway, I went down to the lawn again. And the, the one of them knows he's a poacher. He was a big man. I mean, he was a big, strong man like this fella. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's dead now. He died. He died young, actually. He mm-hmm. got a heart attack. But um, I went down. I watched the tide, okay? Mm-hmm. This is exactly what i done. Watched the tide. Looked with the glasses. I had their names. I knew who they were, okay? That's, you must have all your sums done. Because at mm-hmm. 3 o'clock in the morning... Mm-hmm. You can't be. Please give me your name and address. And the notebook and the pissing rain down the top <laughs> mm-hmm. of you. It's the clouds, like you know, yeah. rain. But anyway, I I knew who this guy was and I knew who the other guy was and they 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 met up mm. in the in the field, you know, and they went down. They set the net. Mm-hmm. So what you do then, you 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 come back. An hour before them. <laughs> Because they'd come back in the morning, you know. Yes. They set the net for the coming tide. They didn't have to be back. Yeah. They pull the net and take the fish. Yeah. They hide the net in, in the bushes and yeah. do the same thing the next day. Yeah. But I was lying in the bushes and the, my two people that were with me, mm-hmm. they weren't fish fishery officers, they were just conservationists. One was my brother, Donald Braston, mm-hmm. and another guy, Cyril, I think to Cyril. And uh, the van had to be hidden because I told you to, to mm-hmm. be burned. So I was inside in the trees Lying down, I had no dog with me. The mm. dog was with the lads because I didn't want him because it was dark and if he took, he'd do damage. You see, if he, if mm-hmm. there was a fight, yeah. there was a bit of a fight, they, they could be damaged. But what happened, I just I sat in the trees anyway and I had the net taken. Mm-hmm. I had the net taken. I had that in a bag. I had two or three fish. Mm-hmm. I, I, one of the lads came down and took all that. That was yeah. the evidence. Yes. So I was lying in the, in the, in the trees anyway and... They almost walked on top of me. They just passed me. I thought they knew where I was then, but it was still just getting bright. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they walked right past me within a foot of me. Mm-hmm. And I left them pass down. Mm-hmm. And they, they went down and they had to go down a kind of a ravine. You see, I was safe then. I was yeah. safe. I was above them. And um, uh, the, 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 the big heavy guy, the big man, he was up on the top and the other guy went down and he was saying, the night's gone. <laughs> Not me, and he was screaming. I'm looking, I was scratching his head, and I said, and I thought, and I said, Good morning, <laughs> good morning. I said, Fishery officer on duty, and he collapsed. <laughs> he, uh, he actually collapsed and he fell down. Yeah, with the shock I gave him, I gave him such a fright. He fell down, he couldn't talk. And the other guy ran across and swam across the river. <laughs> oh, god. I prosecuted them, yeah, and they 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 pleaded guilty and they they paid fines. But yeah. the funny thing about it is that when they're brought into the court, the, how do you plead not guilty or guilty? I plead guilty. My client, the the solicitor, yeah, I, guilty. Okay, I fine you sixty euro or sixty pounds, yeah. whatever yeah. that time, and uh, 
costs or whatever. And then they wouldn't pay the fine. So they'd be brought up to the prison for not paying the fine after a year or two years. They'd be brought up. Yeah. And then the governor would say to them, uh, what are you here for, Porch and Sam? And he'd sign that and that. Go home. Uh-huh. They wouldn't keep them because they, they wouldn't class as serious criminals. Yes. The, 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 the jails yeah. were full. And yeah. So oh, it's nothing. Mm. So they just send them home again. They, they give them actually a ticket to go, oh. back, to go back home. Can yeah. you talk about Ross, the dog? I will, yeah. yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you about Ross. Um, it was four o'clock one afternoon. And I, I done a stupid thing, I'll tell you now. It's mm -hmm. a thing I never, ever done. Mm -hmm. I never showed my cards, showed myself. Mm -hmm. But this particular day, there was a couple of young fellas fishing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was, I said to go for a walk along the river. Mm -hmm. And um, I was talking to the, the young fellas with the dog. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing I turned around and I wa I saw a guy and I, I walked. I, I, was, I knew I was in a portion area. Mm -hmm. I, legal portion mm -hmm. with legal net, but illegally caught salmon. Yeah. And there was a big cliff and mm -hmm. it, on the river long. And I walked over and um, I got on the radio to Donald, my brother. And I said, uh, I'll be up there in about 10 minutes. I'm going to go around the other way. And the next thing, <laughs> two shots. Oh. Shot the dog, stone dead. Out, of the, out just above the ravine above me. Mm. Shot him, stone dead. And uh, the fellow with Balaclava, look, I knew who he was. He was because he was a big man as well. He was another, but I knew, but I knew exactly who he was. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know whether he pulled the trigger. Yeah. There was three of them there. Yeah. But um, anyway, I was fairly pissed off to be honest. Whoa. He was like my brother, like, and um, yeah. I never got his body or nothing, like. But but the thing is, the kids were terrified. Oh yeah. The two young fellas, like, were bits. And um, I got on to Don, and he was above with the, the fishery man. Mm -hmm. I won't give you his name, I don't bring him into yeah. in Clarkland. And yeah. they held the shots over the, over the, the radio because <laughs> I was talking. They held the shots. And Don says, Are you all right? Can you can you speak? I said, I can be after shooting at Ross. Who, he says. And um, <laughs> so I, I, a lot of people after that, they wanted to nail these fellas, you know. I yeah. mean, they wanted to go out and fucking tear their heads off. Yes. Excuse my language, you know. Yeah, I get, I get but, it. <laughs> but 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 you see, the thing is that'd be grand, but the law is the law. No, I'm not an angel, mm -hmm. but you just have to, because there would have been blood, you know, there would have been people badly hurt. Yeah. But the police turned out, they, they went out and investigated, and the, um, there was two prosecutors. There was two, two kind of, there wasn't, I can't remember now exactly, but there was two ended up in court. And the, the, the real shooter was never, I found out two years after who he was, you know. But um, they, they were brought into court and he said they were chasing his sheep. There's no sheep there, like, but anyway, he, 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 the judge found him guilty, you know, and he, he mm -hmm. found him, but... But they they appealed it to the circuit court. I, the fishery board never taught me mm -hmm. about the case being appealed. I was never called to give evidence, and they got off. <laughs> they never told me it was politics. Yeah. And these guys are always involved in politics. Yeah. Because when, when I used to go down there, and if I reported the nets to the to the to the, the top officer at the time, mm -hmm. and then he might come out and he say, "I saw no nets." Mm -hmm. I knew what was going on. I copped it. I knew what was going on. They, yeah. They were. They were. They were. So, so is is 
is the but sorry if i have yeah, to, yeah. i have to finish this yeah please sorry sorry because years went by and that man that was involved in the shooting not the guy that not the shooter not him I, he's still around but um I, but I know who he is mm. the thing is um he apologized one night i was doing security I, I mean, I used to be involved in the security business as well, mm-hmm. with dog security, mm-hmm. and he apologised. We after drink one night, he came up to me and he apologised to me, and the, the second fella apologised in the night after, and I said, okay, he, at least he had the guts to apologise. We let it go, hmm. but the third fella, we still know who he is. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah. Listen. So, mm. what's uh, is the solution to? you know, somehow put on 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 as a head of the fisher or inland fishery board a a person, you know, like you or with mindset like yourself well, to change the situation or like you know, like what is because obviously this is all good. You know, if someone can hire you to 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 fix the situation, or maybe there is another guy like you, mm-hmm. or your son mm-hmm. will go and fix these guys mm-hmm. and that guys. But this is like a uh, you know, spot removing things, but this whole system goes on. Yeah, but how to how to cure the system? Listen, right? like because because inland fishery is supposed to be listen, doing that listen, job. Look, I started off with those people, nineteen seventy nine, nineteen seventy seven, seventy nine. They moved on to the southwestern fishery board. We're on the inland fisheries now. There'll be another name next year, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there'll be no salmon in the river. And yeah. then, then to be like Norway, to be like Norway, then when they had to kill all their fish mm-hmm. all over the fish farms in Norway years yeah. ago, mm-hmm. they, had, they had to start from scratch. Yes. And you see, you, you, the, the thing is, it, it like, if you really want to stop people doing anything, mm-hmm. you have to bring in serious sentences. You take that, like, okay. I, I, had the power, I had the power to take vehicles. Mm-hmm. And I seized a, a motorcycle one time from a fella that was portraying. Mm-hmm. Okay? I seized the boat. Mm-hmm. I seized nets. I seized everything. And within two or three days, everything was given back. Mm. Yeah. I used to... I think Daniel told you this in your thing that I read in the thing. Mm. When we seized the nets, you know, they'd, they'd call, I can show you documentation. They'd come down, they collect the nets. The nets to be back out there again. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know it's a terrible thing to say. But that's not the pro- So according to what you're saying, the problem is not that the penalties are not high enough. The problem is the that, pen- they're, that they're, they're not being, you know... It's not being taken seriously. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ask the anglers. It's like... It's not being taken seriously. Ask, ask the anglers. The anglers will tell you. The anglers in the field will tell you. The field is close. Is, is actually catch and release. First time ever. Probably one of the best sea trout salmon rivers in the world at one time. It's closed. Yeah. Um, they stopped the netting in the estuary. But also netting goes on way up in the mountains. There's netting going on everywhere. They'd, like my father said, it's not being taken serious. I got a phone call with a friend of mine. We were talking about something else. He rang me about dogs. Mm-hmm. He, was, he wanted to collect a pointer. Yeah. That was there, belonged to him. I was only, he was, she was a bit under the weather and he asked me to have a look at her. hmm I have special diets for for the dogs, you know, after mm-hmm. the, and um, I sorted out the dog from but uh, the thing is he said to me, There's plenty of salmon up here today. I said, What do you mean? He says, Oh, I can do you want any? 
That's why they're selling salmon here today, he says. Mm, it's going Like that fellow that's sitting in the picture. Salmon in the road. It's like that fellow that's sitting in the picture. Do you know what I mean? That goes on. I remember when I, I was chefing in Ballybunion. Um, I won't mention the restaurant. And every Saturday, if I used to come to, in a Ford Fiesta to the back of the, the restaurant and give in eight or ten salmon. <laughs> it's going on wholesale, whether you like to believe it or not. And I think the fishery water against the anglers, if you ask me. Do you know what I mean? It's like I've I've often met them like and it's 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 like they're against us where they should be with us. Do you know what I mean? They'll tell the fishery board what's going on. Do you mm-hmm. know? But um like like my father said, I don't they don't they're not taking it as serious as, as what what the, it really is, you know. The thing the thing is if do you, do you ever watch the movies there, like in America, and there's murders, mm-hmm. murder films? And I often, what I think of, like, like these cops, you know, they seem, they'd be, they seem to be fully involved. If you ever watch a movie, you know, like the American movies yeah. about, about yeah. the police and the way they operate, you know, they're, they're trying to catch the serial killer and they're all working day and night. Yeah. Like, I must say nothing about the police here, yeah, but the, the fishery board nine to five. And yeah, it's not, about not, comes down to passion not, as well. They're not following yeah. the times. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be out at like f- cold frosty nights. Yes, f- cold frosty nights. Exactly. So mm. this is this is like you say. This is not the passion. This is yeah. the job. The passion, this is yeah. nine to five. I'm not gonna risk anything. I'm not gonna risk that somebody gonna you know uh, scratch my this, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, to... yeah but the, the the thing is too an awful lot of the work I done. And I done it deliberate. It was it was uh, voluntary, mm. and I had people with me. And the reason I done it, the reason I done it. No, I knew I I know I was getting paid by different fisheries, but I had it in such a way. The way I operated was like if you go on patrol for a couple yeah. of days. You could be gone for three or four days. Yeah, but your your heart was in it. Mm. Yeah, my heart was your in heart it. Your heart was enjoyed, in I, it. I, that's I and that's. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was hunting people. Mm. I enjoyed it because I'm always hunting. Mm-hmm. And I, I was hunting people. That's what I was doing. And I was hunting them good. And they knew it. And when I was around, you know, and they knew, they, if they knew I was around with the dogs, that was it. There was nobody on the river. <laughs> and well, you know, I, I replaced, I replaced um, Ross. I, I had a very difficult, anyone that, that knows anything about hunting or mm-hmm. security dogs or, sni- or drug dogs, they will know and understand the difficulty it is to replace a super dog. Mm. he was one off and I'm 66 now I've never got a dog to replace him no I've had plenty of dogs mm-hmm. but never ex- the same temperament yes I had, I've trained about 21 different commands mm-hmm. but he was an absolute super dog and I had Jack after that Jack was just a killer mad mm-hmm. Jack we had it. That, mm-hmm. there was no more Jack was just take you down and that was it mm-hmm. no we never had to do it mm. you know yeah. we never had to do it but um, look, yeah. it's like the fi- that film Serpico. Do you remember mm-hmm. this, the famous cop in America? Yeah, yeah. He had to go undercover to to to, to wipe out the corrupt police. Yeah. Yeah. it's the same in in all like salmon, salmon like uh, are like um, salmon is, and sea trout like it's like money in the net. Mm. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a pro- that's balls, a problem. That's a problem. Money, like. And then when you people buying it. And you see the the unfortunate side of all this, they brought in the fish farming. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's no. It all started from my days on the river. The, 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 um, when I started getting, I I, fi- I visited the, the Delphi fishery in Mayo. Yeah. Uh, I knew I the, the owner knew me. Mm-hmm. He knew of me and he 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 gave me a, uh, he introduced me to the, the different 
fishery officers down there and mm -hmm. he showed me the big huge massive holding tanks they were actually uh they had their own hatchery and mm -hmm. and the um and the next thing was these fish farms appealed yeah and then the sea lice appealed yes of course and then the disaster <laughs> and they're still doing it yeah they're still doing oh, it. i guess like a fish farms is like a another story about and yeah it's like it's like it's like chicken farms it's yeah, like yeah. it's like piggeries oh it's it's like um one of my friend told me that it's it's all because it's underwater and you cannot if see the, it. yes if mm -hmm. the if the pigs or chicken were farmed like salmon they would be banned in 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 mm. a matter of weeks that's yeah. right but but, be, hidden. but because you don't you, see, you don't see not a word you, you can't don't, see it you don't see it yeah that's yeah. that's you don't see all the pesticides you don't see all the dyes oh i have a i have a friend who is ichthyologist and mm. he worked on on salmon farms mm. and he doesn't eat salmon yeah, yeah. He just doesn't eat salmon, and yeah. we were out fishing on the on the boat at the sea. Yeah, and he says to the skipper, like, "No, no, I don't eat salmon." And he said, like, "Because you see all the shit that goes into yeah, that yeah, fish." Yeah. I said, yes. yes. And like, and you know, you know, he, like you know, pellets with the shovel. You see, they throwing like this. this yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, but you see, look, it's like it's like having the kennels. It's like having it's like having thousands of chickens together. It's like having thousands of um, um animals or mm. birds or whatever you there's going to be disease mm. yeah absolutely. it's going to happen it's like the, it's like the people yeah and there's so many that's the plagues of the past you know mm -hmm. and now you have ebola yeah showing its head up again yeah but the, 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 the thing is with the the farm fish is that it's inside the supermarket for a couple of quid yeah but what they don't realize is that the wild salmon have this their muscle they 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 swim thousands of miles. They eat natural food. But mm. anyone who 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 see seen like a like a farm salmon mm. and wild salmon. It's like the rainbow trout. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like a, like same with turkey. If you take like a like a turkey from the and the wild turkey, yeah. it's like mm. different. Also, oh, that how it's supposed to yeah. look like. Yeah. That's how it's supposed like. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's not like that. Listen, folks. I I just I just desperately want to want to kind of finish like a little bit maybe on the, on a tiny bit on a positive note. Mm. But mm. I'm failing so far. No, so, I, I so, think so. Please yeah. tell me, is there any any positive note? There is. I'm an angler. I'm catching salmon and sea trout. My friends, like I have a very good friend of mine, caught his first salmon five years ago, and he's he absolutely loves it. They're still there. Do you know what I mean? A, a lot of people are completely negative and they think it's often it's not like, but um. We have a chance to, to, to do something about it. This is why we're here. This is why I run my page. Because mm -hmm. I can help some way. And I will finish on this. Like, there was a lot of turmoil over what my father's job was for the family. Like, if my mm -hmm. mother was here or my brother, they'd tell you. It didn't mm -hmm. all go easily. Like, do you know what I mean? There was a lot of a lot of trouble. And I can understand why maybe the fish oh, officers well, don't want that. Oh, a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're like... So I can understand why these fish officers, because I've met them on the river, the young fellas, they, they're doing the seasonal work. Why they probably don't want the agro? I can understand that too, because we had to go through hell. Like. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we had, uh, we had uh, um, several vehicles smashed up. I had one vehicle put on fire. I had... Um, the the house our house attacked. I had a a, a a new house that I that I I moved from the old house, and when we were building the new house, it was burned down. Mm. So that's that's the reality can, of I, it. I can go on like, but as you say, in the positive note, the, the only thing is that. Look, the anglers have a lot to answer for too. The older anglers, because as I said in the beginning, there that the older anglers 
they were they were great anglers, but they were semi-professional. Mm-hmm. They caught the fish to sell them. I know mm-hmm. a lot of them had to. They worked in the factories, and and I know several people had to go out uh, fishing in the river, poaching, mm-hmm. poaching, and all about anglers. Not all that they done that as well, but they went out to ports to catch a few fish to get a bit of extra money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you another story that there was um there was a I seized the net one morning on, on a, a lake out in Carroll Lake. I seized the big net. We used to go down the lake with a grappling hook out the front yeah. of the boat, you know. And uh, they, they, they got clever. They had to sink in the net slightly. They used using smaller cocks. So the nets would go down. Right. You couldn't see it from the... But the, it hooked the net anyway. And um, we pulled it. There were mm. two or three fish in it. We pulled it out. One, one fish was um, a big cock fish. He was a, he was a returning Celt. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was two. F- the funny thing about nets in estuaries as well. I never said this. There's a double whammy. Mm. When you set a net, the the, the returning kelts. It's the salmon going back, yes. coming down yes. Yes. after yeah, spawning. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now they are. If they reach, if they re- see our rivers are so short in Ireland, a lot of them actually make it back. Mm-hmm. But they they were the big fish then because they might go back at, like the biggest I've seen. Dead on, on one of the carols is a, a spawning a spawning fish. The biggest spawning fish I've seen was twenty six pounds. Whoa! And he was spent. Spent, yeah. He was massive. He was killed by an angler. They thought it was a, they thought it was a fresh fish. He was so big, but the same fish. I knew the fish because I saw him, and when I saw it in the paper, I was at the crying. He was only about ten minutes from the fuck from the from the sea. Mm. And if he got back, he'd have been a bigger fish. Yeah. Yeah. But the the biggest problem with this fixed net we call the fixed net is that when the and this is a big problem because and the thing is like that's why the spring salmon are probably gone so low as well because mm. when they're returning, okay, mm-hmm. they're caught. They're after escaping all the nets going and everything in. going I mean, they're in. Coming out, they're getting caught. They're getting caught coming out. And there's fresh salmon getting caught coming in. Yeah. And like a lot of those fish that are just just 10 yards from the, the sea that caught and they would have been the big spring salmon for the following year the following mm. two years maybe if they're at sea they, they do it in cycles some fish they yeah. all don't come back some fish mightn't come back for two three cycles you know yeah. but uh, yeah but, but I, yeah, positively like we have to the positive there, sign of things is that where this is where we might differ. <laughs> no, the positive. Okay, th- there's, there's, <laughs> give me your respective. There, there's, on, there's, on, there's only one way forward. It's my honest opinion. All fishing has to be stopped. Our catch and release. Mm-hmm. Which and, has been practiced a lot. And yeah. all the nets should be banned now. Every net. There should be no more netting. Netting should be yeah, yeah. thing of the past. It should be gone forever. Right. That's very That's very good because that gives me something also to to talk and, mm. and, and kind of spread that message through the podcast. If, if I was you, I'd definitely get someone from the Law Anglers or something, they, and they'll tell you the truth, what's going on. Mm. And uh, But on a positive note, we have some fantastic bass fishing. The bass numbers have increased. Mm-hmm. There was a Welsh angler arrived uh, last week uh, to the Dingham Peninsula. I was able to tell him where to go. He got sea trout, he got a salmon, he got his biggest bass last night mm. in Four Mile Beach. Um, he was, I think, nine pound wet. Wow. There's people catching fish all the time. Myself and my friend were fishing. We got... I think the last day there was 16 sea trout or something we caught and we released most of them. We kept two each. Yeah. He got a 12 pound salmon last week in the lawn. Actually, I went fishing with him. He got two fish. I got none. Oh. And I was, so there, like the thing about it is, is that this, we might differ. 
I see positives, do you know what yeah. I mean? And um, I'm just trying to do my bit, do you know? Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, we, we said, like, that fundamentally the issue is political. Mm. Right? Oh, 100%, yeah. And can anything be done on the political level? No, you know, like, like are, are, there, are there any they're politicians? Not, that it's like my father said, politics is all about money. They're getting paid too much anyway, do you know what I mean? Mm. They're getting paid astronomical money and they're well able to speak. Yeah. But I think you, were, you guys agree that if we want to change something, that change has to be on a political level do we, we we like in you know so so sometimes it's a it's, it's a matter matter of choosing uh you know less evil right like less less worse option rather than because i i don't know this is this is just my opinion you know i i i had an even podcast with uh you, you maybe you heard with with a lady from shark trust yeah and the yeah. reason why I'm a, I'm a member of Sharpers for over a decade, and, yeah. and and I because they're they're working on a political level. Yeah, they're they're you know they've tra- got pull like they, they can do something. Yes, they 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 and and this is my my view. Like something has we we have to be able to do something politically. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. like you said, I, you know, ten years and the salmon will be gone. We gone gone. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and yeah. then but the thing is, like I, I as I said. I, I've seen a terrible, a terrible um, destruction of, mm-hmm. of, of of my life over my because because I've been out since I was a child. Yeah. I, I think that all outdoors people see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. see it. We see it all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm lucky enough to have the cuckoo above. I have a cabin above in the, the mountains there, mm-hmm. and the cuckoo comes over here. And I look at all what people call weeds. I, I leave all those. Thistles and mm-hmm. things are leaving there. You see the bees, and I'm like, no mm-hmm. problem. Great place for beehives, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. the, 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 the whole scenario is, is, is when somebody somebody in power gets really worried. Yes. The, the tourists are not coming anymore. It's like... That's actually a very good point. Mm. That's actually a very good point. Like, why haven't we a thousand anglers like we had... Like in this, in actual fact, there was a great statement made by um, uh, Mick Dwyer, the great footballer in Waterville. Mm-hmm. Now that what that was, that's the home of fishing, shooting, and golf. That's mm-hmm. the home. Mm-hmm. And he he runs a he had a bar and a small hotel down there. Now this man was a great footballer, and a very. He's still alive, the man. He's a great man, like in my eyes. But he made a statement one time. I heard it on the radio, and I thought it was one of the best I ever heard. He was asked about what happened to Waterville. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, because in the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, Waterville was booming. Mm-hmm. With the f- f- you've heard of Waterville. La Coran, and, 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 the bo- yeah. and the Butler's Pool, and mm-hmm. all that. He said, he said, my good man, he said, when the trouble started in Northern Ireland, that finished, that finished Waterville, because <laughs> our best tourists were the English. <laughs> that finished, that finished our scissors. <sighs> yeah. Politics. Okay, gentlemen, that was uh, very educational. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you for, for your thank time. You. For, thank for you. Thank you. It's a, a new experience for me, but <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, this this you call this this system is the new ele- electronic um, um, recording. Yes. So 
Yeah. Like, it's like being in a garden barracks. <laughs> <laughs> when it's done, no, anyway, so it's the best. It's, done, no. <laughs> it's fantastic. Guys, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, All right, cheers. You just listened to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. I invite you to take a moment and listen to one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it.